Hey, you're listening to Making an Impact Christian Podcast Show with the host, Mike Anthony. Welcome, welcome. You are on Making an Impact Christian Podcast Show with your host, Mike Anthony. And on this podcast, we endeavor to empower you, the listener, to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things will be added unto you. And today we got a power pack show. We are going to be blessed with the rap duo by the name of Mike Bone. Yes, Mike Bone. Mike Bone is here in studio. The duo comprised of Little Mike and Funny Bone. They are Christian rap hip hop artists and they are blazing the trail. You probably have seen them on America's Got Talent, maybe Steve Harvey, but they're doing good things. And I just thank God that they have taken this interview and are going to be blessing us here at Making the Impact Christian Podcast Show. So hold on tight, get ready to be blessed, and lock in. Put the earbuds in, turn it up, turn it up, turn it up, because we're about to get to our business. All right, guys, see you in a bit. You know, the Bible says that a good name is hard to find. So we sat down with Mike Bone to ask them, how did they come up with the name that is driving the vehicle I just want to so which is who came up with the Mike Bone with the name Mike Bone so listen up I, I was here some of the conversation that out so yeah let me know <laughs> well really the fans really um they you, you know they kind of shortened it hey Mike hey Bone after a while yeah and um I actually uh this is funny Bone speaking by the way uh in high school, uh, I took the uh, Metro Tech, and uh, I took graphic design. Okay. And uh, I came up with the logo, Mike and the Bone, and I guess I kind of created it a little bit, but <laughs> but ultimately the fans kind of gave me the uh, fuck the, uh, the idea. And that's what's up. I was I was thinking about that. I was like, I mean, you know, because I can look at that to see how is you know you got little Mike and then you got Funny Bone, but I mean, I know y'all had to have your hands in it, and uh, it sticks, you know. Yeah, I mean, and and if you want to be in this industry, I mean, you want to be as marketable and and as possible, and and then we had to brand ourselves, and that was another way to do it. Even as Christian hip-hop artists, you must be watchful for what you allow to come into your heart. So I talked to Mike Bone on how do they feel about the mainstream music that is impacting the lives of so many. And this is what they had to say. I don't listen to uh, secular music anymore. Not to, you know, I just kind of that's what's up, man. You know. that, that, that mainstream music is out. Ugh. Yeah. It's I, so nasty. I mean, it's not even, not even just the fact that it's nasty, but it's just like it's garbage. Absolutely. And, and and the fact that how how fast the the um they allowed the vulgarness to transition to the radio uh, is just mind blowing to me. 
I mean, that's how I feel the same way. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's to me, if you represent Christ, you know, we say we represent Christ, then we're going to have to represent. You yeah. know, and I, you're right, the vogueness, I mean, it's on another level. You know, I don't even want my kids listening, listening to listening yeah, to that. You know, yeah, I mean. I wouldn't even say it's about being a, a nice little Christian. I think it's just about being a, a decent human. You don't want your, <laughs> like you said, you don't want your kids growing up listening to that, right? Like yeah. Certain songs should not be allowed to be played in public. Then you're going to wonder why they're pregnant by the, the, the time they're 11. Uh, you know what I mean? I mean, it, it, it's everything. Everything is sensual. I mean, you look at the videos. I don't even look at the videos because I don't even want that in my head. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's, 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 on some, <laughs> it's on some crazy stuff. I'm telling you. So it, it's a whole, to me, it's like a whole new, um, it's like a, a mind, a mindset or a mind change. I believe that is trying to take place, yeah. you know, and, and really brainwash our kids. And it's on a whole nother level, dude. It's, it's crazy. You know it is. Yeah. The way they like portraying these artists that ain't, that really ain't nobody. Right. Trying to make them look like they as rich as they like JV. They wearing all the jewelry and the chains and rings and all this and that. And, but then they don't even measure up financially to you. You know, the stats of the other other artists are actually doing good. Mainstream media has dictated the fashion trends and styles. However, Christian hip-hop duo Mike Bone lives by a different set of rules. Let's listen in. We've done different with our music. Is we brag about being cheap. We brag about not smoking and not drinking and stuff like that. And some people will hear it and be like, dang, did y'all just brag about that? <laughs> like, y'all bragged about going to the dollar store and wearing Walmart shoes. And they're like, yeah, if you shop cheap, you got money to keep. And yeah. it don't have to be $80 t-shirt for it to look nice. Right? Exactly. And I, and I think that we need more of that, though. You know, we need more people saying it's all right to go to Target. It's all right to go to Walmart. As long as you look fresh, it really doesn't matter whose name on it. You know, hopefully it's your name on it. For any relationship to work, there must be a few ingredients that comes together to make things work. And in my opinion, they are focus and longevity. I asked Mike Bone, how long have they been together? This is our 20 years anniversary of the band. Yeah. Been doing this thing since 92. Oh, man. Ooh. Yeah. Too long. I don't know. Wait, that's 97. 97. 97. Mike started in 92. Yeah, he started five years before I did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so like Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I read that. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, didn't yeah. do my homework on you guys. I read that you started like 1992, dancing like Michael Jackson. I think y'all guys what five years apart. Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, just just reading on your bio and everything. Uh, according to your bio, you you guys came along. You were little Mike was no 
Funny Bone is the producer, correct? Yeah, well, I was. I haven't produced a beat in a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, when you when you oh, got man. high rollers behind you, you don't have to, man. Yeah, well, we found a producer that, that fits with us and works with us, and it kind of freed me up to do other things. Yeah, to do other things. Just uh, to focus more on my writing and and promoting ourselves. Cause, you know, I mean, we're independent, so everything that we do, everything that we get pretty much, you know, shows and opportunities kind of comes from our own grind, so that freed me up to do that, you know. Yeah. But you, you know, have no label pushing us, we don't have no, no uh, sponsors or nothing like that. Y'all everything, right? Yeah, man. We, uh, we do our own graphic design, so that actually freed me up to do that. Matter of fact, I just we did the profile pic for our Facebook page and just put that up not too long ago. Uh, okay, so you so you, you definitely, yeah, you down in the weeds, you doing a little bit of everything. That's cool. Man, yeah. And it saves you money, I mean, if you're an artist and that's what you want to do, I mean, doing your own thing saves you a whole lot of money. So, I mean, if you can own your own studio, build it, you don't have to go pay a studio to record, and it's right. easier, you can do your own graphics, you can do your own CD covers, and, I mean, it makes it a whole lot easier. That's just how we always get it. Someone once said, money makes the world go around. But there will come a time in your life where money is not the most important part. It would be your integrity. This is what Mike Bone said. Not everybody knows that uh, we turned down uh, over 10 different record deals. Wow. For real? We own our own town and they want to basically just change it. And and, and it's like, that's my baby. You know, and y'all want to come in and just straight rip that thing up and, and say, no, this is what I want you to do. I mean, but that takes courage to me. Because a lot of yeah. people will fold under pressure, you know, when somebody dangling some dollars in your face or, you know, some stability. Because, yeah. you know, because when you, y'all know this best. Agree, oh, guys. I was just going to say, like you said, man, when uh, they take care of this dude that, especially when they're dangling money in your face, you know. Yeah. We turned down $100,000. And yes, we need it. And we needed it bad. But. <laughs> We've seen, we've seen and heard other people's stories about record deals and we learned not to be so, not to jump in the water. You don't even know what the water has. I mean, once, once one thing popped up and another thing popped up from the people and they wanted to change this and change that and then change this and it's like, okay, we got to. Stop it right there. You know, we got we to gotta draw the line somewhere. Yeah. Absolutely. You can't just, you can't just toss $100,000 at me and expect me to let you do whatever. Yeah. And it's funny because, like, when they hear us or see us, they're like, I want to work with them. And then they get us in a room and say, if we do this and do that, you guys will be the best thing on the street. And we're like, hold on. You came at us because you like what you see already. Why are you trying to change us to be more like the artists that are already out there when you came at us? <laughs> you want to work with us because you like what you saw. Like you came at us. what we already do. 
Exactly. Right. It's like you yeah, came and meet a person. It's like going into a, a I, restaurant mm-hmm. and you like the food. Yeah. And then you go back in the kitchen and like, hey, I want to buy this place. But we're going to change how you make the food. Exactly. It, I it, like it, but we're going to change. Like, what kind of stuff is that? And it's like, do you do you really like it or what? Exactly, it's like that thing of how can you say you like it, but you then you want to change it the moment you get it. If you yeah. if you if you like the sound, then you promote the sound. If you don't like the sound, right. I mean, but that to me, you guys got to you guys got to realize how much if you standing on the wall, that's a challenge, man. That that is a challenge to say, are you going to see your your journey through? Or are you gonna break it off? Let somebody else shape it and mold it because it may not necessarily materialize right now. Right. Or I feel like a, a lot of the a lot of these artists who just quickly sign, they don't see what they see is, oh, he's paying me for this and paying me for that. But in the long run, you're paying them more than they're paying you. Oh, you bet your bottom dollar. <laughs> Uh-huh. You a get lot it. of artists don't, don't read the, 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 the paper, the contract. They don't, the standard, what they call a standard contract. That's right. Basically says they get all the money from you. Ticket sales, CD sales, merchandise, uh, whatever. And you get the leftover chunk chain. And you get a little bit. You basically get a free ride. You get a free hotel and free food, <laughs> free food basically. Exactly, and they get all the money. Yeah, I, I know. I know y'all up on that uh, notorious Big deal. You know what I mean? What he told, he asked Biggie. What he asked him? Yo, do you want the you want the rights to publishing? And Biggie was like, Nah, give me the three hundred thousand dollars. So Puffy basically owned all of his rights for three hundred thousand dollars. You know, and then you look at where he's at. His music is at today because you know we all know he's dead. You know, God bless his soul, wherever that is. You know, but. You know he doesn't have You know what I'm saying It's like That's what you gotta Man you gotta be on your feet Thinking You know it, That money looks good Like you said And we need it bad That money looks good In the beginning man But if you Sell all of who you are For A couple of nickels dude You 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 gonna be out there You know I, I admire I admire that man I think people need to hear your story You know I mean that That's a story Because a lot of young artists can learn from that. King Solomon said in Proverbs chapter 4, Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and all you're getting, get understanding. And these guys were spitting wisdom. Let's check it out. One of us being able to, uh, to say no to that comes from uh, us being, being noticed, you know, just appreciating our uh who we are. Yeah, let's let's talk about that. Who who are you? You know, who who is Mike Bow? If somebody was to ask that question, you know, I'm glad you brought that up. Who are y'all? Who is Mike Bow? <laughs> yeah, see, that's a question, well, isn't it? <laughs> good Lord. Well, I mean, it's two little Native American recording artists, black dancers. Flash, motivational speakers and comedian. <laughs> uh, shoot, award winning. Hey, I mean, you can't really put us in a box because we do 
like they said, we do everything, man. We, what we don't know, we just basically teach ourselves. Um, like, who would you say? Who is Mike Brown? Is what he said. Um, we are. Youth of the nation. We are honest, faithful men of God. Um, I guess we refuse to make music based on trends. Mm-hmm. Uh, we think all of the trends. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, because we, we really hate trends. Mike Brown, two brothers, they like, followed our caller. Mm-hmm. In the past 10 years, we uh, just haven't given up and haven't sold out. That's right. I say I, I like I like that. You know, I mean, to me, I hear men of integrity that are going to stand firm on the ground that they have said that they will stand firm. You know, we are men. We are men that. Uh, stand by a word That's what I hear when I And I hear all that Yeah we have gifts You know we can do a lot of things And what we can't do We figure it out But more importantly We are men of integrity That's what I hear And to me That sells it all You know That's this See this is what I was looking for That's why I wanted to get It, it, it ain't about the music for me You know what I mean I'm not a groupie but for me, when I see integrity or I see people pushing, pushing for the grind, because y- y'all can be, man, when I listen to y'all music, I say these guys can be rapping anything. You know what I mean? But y'all rapping about Christ. And to me, that matters. You can be talking about That's anything. Good. I appreciate it, man. Uh, over the years, man, just, I mean, how we do it, how we come at it, man, we got criticized by the world and the church. I mean, we've got kicked out of churches for the way we praise God. We've got fired from Christian companies for the way we for the way we go out into the world and preach like Jesus did. I mean, but I mean, did he, did Jesus say, you know, they they gonna gonna hate you? I was just about to say that they gonna they they gonna he said they gonna hate you. They hated me. First, they're gonna hate you, also. Yeah, I'm not. I ain't even tripping because, man, I know in my heart that what we're doing is right. And I mean, like, y'all can hate all you want, but as long as I stay faithful to God, I'm straight, right? I know me and God are straight, so uh, I don't care if me and you straight, as long as me and God is straight. And I mean, <laughs> we know that we're doing God's work. I mean, even though we ain't coming at it like like the church wants us to. Well, let, let's talk about that. What, what, what do you? How do you feel? How the church wants you to come at that? Because this is something that I had. I had this conversation like crazy. Me and my wife, we always have this type of conversation, you know, because we feel okay. from what the vibe that we get, man. I feel like they want us to sort of conform to their uh, to the way they dress. The way they worship, mm-hmm. the way they what else? Um, I, I I put it like this: 
when Lecrae first came out, all these Christians were like, oh, this guy's amazing, this guy's hot. And then when he he tried to um, <clears throat> he tried to approach music the same way that we do. Oh, you know what happened, right? So, oh, yeah, yeah, they started saying, oh, he's losing his way, he's losing his touch. Yeah. And in our head, we're like, oh, he's trying to make music like us. He's trying not to say Jesus as much so that the world will hear it and be like, oh, that's cool. That's a cool song. And then later on, they'll, they'll hear it underneath it. Oh, he, he was rapping clean. He wasn't saying nothing about this and that. But, and that'll be a stepping stone for other people to go, okay, well, if he does positive music or, you know, you know, faith-based music, I'll listen to these other cats that do it. Mm-hmm, exactly. But, I mean, you see how left they went on Lecrae just because he, he stopped being so preachy. And for Christians, they hear our music and they go, it's not preachy enough. You're not saying Jesus. I didn't hear any Bible verses. <laughs> or, or they'll say, um, I heard you talking about partying and whatnot. Or, uh, like, that's your mindset that you need to fix. Because uh, when we party, we don't drink, we don't smoke. And we ain't having all this. Yeah, we party, we talking about dancing. I'm taking the flicks and whatnot. Anyway, um, party to us is like just dancing, sharing, sharing the joy with other other people, and just having a good time and music. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, you can check it out in Psalms chapter ninety-two. <laughs> Amen. They want to get real. I mean, you know. So yeah, we just you know. We've heard all the 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 jokes from the from the faith based jokes to the short jokes. We've heard them all. And so, how, so how does that how's that how's, how does that affect affect you though? Does that affect you any when you hear that kind yeah. of stuff coming from the church? Here's the funny thing: is we grew up in the hood where people had jokes. <laughs> that was how we played around. That's how we, yeah. That's how we. That's how we did. We just, it's like going to a barbershop and then right. everybody walk in and be like, "Oh, here comes this fool again." Mm-hmm. Why y'all coming to the barbershop? Y'all never get y'all haircut. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it was fun. It was so was good conversation in there. There was good jokes. People making fun of people, and it wasn't you know nothing taken serious. And so to me, I'm like, if somebody's coming out of sideways in the church or whatever. We're like, oh, they don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like, like how Christ was on the cross forgiving the world because they don't know. Mm-hmm. Same difference. They don't know our lifestyle. They're just judging the book by the cover. Yeah. Absolutely. And, 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 oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, they, they don't know us, like Mike said, but they already decided they don't like it. I mean, but that's, right? but that, you know how it is. You know how it is. That's how, that's how, we get down sometimes, you know, as people. You know, you can, right. you see people be like, automatically you write them off. And then sometimes right. we need to learn. I mean, and, and to me, I believe, I hope, I pray that on this interview, people will hear some stuff that, yo, before you make a judgment, sit down, be quiet, <laughs> and make a, a true observation, yeah. you know, before you start running your mouth about things. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, am I? I, I had, um, mm-hmm. We were at a Baptist church camp, and this 
they were trying to get um, me kicked out because I had a backpack that had a skull on it. Uh-huh. It was a demon skull with a bullet hole in his head. And then I was using it to, you know, start a conversation. And he was trying to get me kicked out. And I'm like, when I found out who it was, I was like, I, I, I just went over there and I told him, I said, hey, it's a demon with a bullet hole in his head. It's short. It's a logo for Demon Killer. I believe that, you know, we have power and authority over demons. And, you know, I was basically preaching to the dude. Mm-hmm. And he did. He was like, that a form of satanic worship or something like that. And I was like, dude, you better check my fruit, homie. <laughs> <laughs> I just got, you know, I kind of got upset. And I was like... <laughs> I mean, but that that's if the right of if he knew who you really were and how you right. really rolled, he may not he may not approach you in that manner. Right. But I think that's it, that's the church, though, in the whole, because we are we, we're really afraid of a lot of things that we don't understand. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and yeah. now and I can honestly say, you know, and I, I try to be 100. If I had saw the demon with the bullet in the head, I don't know how I would have reacted. <laughs> you know, I probably I don't know what I would have said. I just probably wouldn't have said anything or whatever. But however, once you approach me to let me know it's about being a demon killer, then the conversation changes. I mean, you've already right. said you already let me know who team you on. You know, right? So I think you I think you think he would have figured that out, but uh, he was set and. Yeah, he was setting stone that it was a form of devil worship. Oh my god, <laughs> worship killing devil. <laughs> right, you talking about you killing the devil? You talking about you worshiping? Like they tried to call Jesus Beelzebub. That's not so, you know. You know, right. Jesus, like uh, how can some people love, man? I mean, cause we are afraid, man. I mean, it's so much going on out here, and I can honestly say, you know, you when you church does not know how to handle a lot of different things that is coming this way. We are in a new time, guys, in a new season that the church is even, they ain't never seen some of this stuff that is popping up. Yeah. You know, and, and we can take all day, it's like, and and roll down some of these things. I mean, I don't know if y'all, you read my last email, I said, you know, I basically talk about everything, you know, from religion I want to talk. I want to find out who you guys are. I want to know about your religion. You know, I talk about the whole nine yards. Whether it's gay marriage, everything. I, I, it's a lot of stuff that is attacking the church, and the church has been caught off guard. We we've been caught napping, you know, laying on our cross pillow, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and uh, we don't know how to handle a lot of different things that is coming our way, and we we forget to handle it in love. For real. You know, we don't we don't handle certain things in love. And, and it's like, I think that's where we need to go back to as a church. I mean, with the music, everything. We need to go back to love, man. I mean, in love like Christ. And I think that we we fail in in those areas. So my thing is with you guys, anybody, you are you guys married or kids? Anything like that? Nah, man. We're single like a dollar bill. <laughs> yeah. You know what we want when we ain't finna settle. Oh wow! Okay, no, that's real, dude. Just, just to be, just to be in that status, to be um, engaged or married or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just to have a girlfriend. Oh yeah, well, just to have a girl. I mean, uh, we basically trying to skip out on all the drama 
and wait for that. Uh, no, nah, that's good though, man. I have a partner that is like that. My partner is really, I mean, he's about 40 now. And he just straight like, if it don't look like this, if it don't talk like that, <laughs> I don't want it. Right, for real. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom line, he, he be like, he be like, Mike, man, it's like this, and I be like, man, won't you go get married and blah da 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 da, and he'll tell me off the break. Yo, I had this girl and she's this, she said that, she trying to press me. I, you know, you try to press him in the marriage, he ain't, he ain't having it. You know, because he said he want to be right. And I, hey, no, I respect that, man. You know, I respect that one hundred percent. I'm one that. You know, I respect people that are keeping their bodies. I appreciate I've met, you know, virgins that are 20 and 30s. And I'm like so stoked because to me, that's like Christ yeah. all the way. 100%. No, yeah, no, that's rare, man. We, oh, that's rare, dude. Waiting for, man. We... The Bible says be in the world and not of the world. And Mike Bone has made a choice to wait for that right one. That special one, God's faith. Yeah, we got a song called Waiting on the Wifey. That's what's up. That's what's up. And Waiting on the Right Wifey. We wanted to at that time we wrote it, um, <clears throat> a lot of our friend, a lot of our younger friends were, you know, ending up pregnant. And with my research is what kind of music were they listening to because music is a form of witchcraft and motivation. Mm, you know it. Um, and so the music that I, I noticed was like R. Kelly and Pretty Ricky. And Pretty Ricky was, whoa. Like every female just had their, at the time it was my face, just blazing with Pretty Ricky lyrics and stuff like that. So I was like, you know what, dude? Our form of battle rap is to come back with how we see that um, situation. So we took their same style and, of R&B and rap mm-hmm. and just basically said, hey, we don't want that. You know what I'm saying? We, we want purity and we want a life. Wow, that's we don't big. Want, you know, we don't want that fast, quick, fast, in a hurry. Basically, we're blazing. The whole concept of the song, waiting for mm-hmm. marriage, you know. So, so I take it, I take it, you guys have uh, kept yourself so far. Oh yeah, yeah. so far so good. Hey man, y'all, well, y'all need to be screaming that real loud, man. Y'all need to be. I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of it. Yeah, you should be. I'll be the first one to say it, like. Yeah. Right in the application process when the homegirl <laughs> trying to get at me, I'm like, I don't do this and I don't do that, so I'm just letting you know right from the jump. So if that's what you expect, then you know, I, expect I, it. <laughs> I, I think that, yeah, I mean, yeah. with me, I, I, you get you get a, a five second, thirty second clap from me. You know, I, I just did a, a, a few episodes. Um, one is called, uh, called Good Sex with God, and the other one is called Waiting for Marriage. So I know that's what the type of stuff I push. You know, I've, I've dealt with uh, youth and been teaching youth for quite a couple of years. And like you guys say, you, you guys motivational speak. I motivational speak as well. And that's my thing, man. I, I have, um, I didn't wait, and I wish I had. You know, see, you don't want that, and you guys are not going to have that. I, I, I had that. 
man, right. when I saw That's people right. that are virgins and the, the fruit that comes with virginity that God blesses them right. with, you get envious about that. You're like, dang, dude, I should have waited, man. You know, it's like I could have drove off with, I, you know, I could have drove off with a Lexus. You know, I traded that down for a Hugo, <laughs> you know, and you feel that way. Well, we, you know, we have friends that, you know, we watched other people fall into certain temptations and we saw their outcome and we were like, nope. <laughs> Well, y'all, y'all are smart, man. You and you uh, sound like y'all been raised well. You know, I, now you guys are Cherokee Indians. Pawnee and Choctaw. Okay, Pawnee and Choctaw. Choctaw. Mhm. Okay. Okay. All right. So tell me how it is being raised in a community like that. Because as I was looking at some of the videos, y'all seem very tight knit. Well. You asked uh, only Mike Bone. We are actually, uh, Lil Mike and Funny Bone, we're urban natives, raised in OKC. Okay. City natives. Keyword city. <laughs> <'Cause>, uh, <laughs> a lot of natives. I got you. A lot of natives out there kind of be questioning, I guess, our nativity. Your, 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 na- your nativity, more so to say. <laughs> our nativeness. <laughs> yeah. They know us because we don't speak uh, our language, or uh, we, we didn't know certain traditions. But I mean, like homie, we grew up in the city. Gotcha. And they didn't teach <laughs> our language in the city. You had to live in Pawnee, or they don't like our accent. Or they sound. They said you sound like y'all talking in black. Like we we're like, yo, we were raised in public schools, homie. <laughs> what you What you expect? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, like if you was raised around a bunch of Mexicans, you would have a Mexican accent. Absolutely. <laughs> we were raised in the city. This is our city accent. That's right. <laughs> no, I got you one hundred percent, man. I, I love it. I love it. One hundred percent. Yep. Oh, and back, uh, back to the haters, man. Whenever they comment, I just wanted to let it be known that, uh, I mean, we we kind of embrace it. Because either way, if they love it or hate it, man, they're still looking. Absolutely. Right, right. So, I mean, we don't we don't take it seriously. We just kind of like, hey, you got their heads on it. But, yeah, the, with the Pawnee and Choctaw Indian thing, um, we really didn't get into our main heritage until like our high school years mm-hmm. um started going to powwows and started doing research and we just like fell in love yeah it's something about returning to your roots that helps you gather a sense of who you are where you're going and where you've been once we you know discovered it man we kind of like it it's kind of consumes you. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Everything is just cool, man. So, I mean, just being a part of everything is cool. So yeah, because I mean, y'all that yeah. connection. Because you, it, to me, you ain't regular. You know, I mean, you got a little extra, and I and and I think that that I like that. You know, and I grew up in Northeast DC, so 
<laughs> it was all black schools, public schools. Oh, now y'all, you know. <laughs> and it wasn't. I so I ain't confront white folk until I went to work in Annapolis, Maryland, where it was none of us, and it was almost a culture shock. You know, it's like, yo, yeah. w- what do I do now? <laughs> you know, so <laughs> what's really going on? <laughs> for real, you know, it's like okay, and you know now, but. How it's become such a blessing to my life. I mean, when you open up yourself and where I work now, my full time job is that we like the, the little United Nations, you know, and you yeah. and what you learn, man, you you'd be amazed the things you learn. So you guys kind of know how to you work on both sides of the bridge. We wouldn't be having this conversation if we wouldn't if you guys wouldn't have grown up the way you grown up. Trust me, there's some people right, you try to reach out to be like, nah, you, mm-mm. <laughs> you know. I'm not, you know, yeah. all the interviews in the world, I ain't going to let you on, you know, so it, it, it's, uh, you just got to know what you know. But yeah, how, how was the rain dance created? Because uh, that was one of my faves. Everybody that's listening, man, uh, rain dance is a song that kind of blew us up into world war, uh, world, well, how, how you say, worldwide stardom? Yeah, I, absolutely. <laughs> We had a long day yesterday, okay? Hey, man. Hey, hey. Uh, no judgment here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, and uh, we made our world debut on America's Got Talent with that song. And uh, let's see, back in 2005, it was my high school year, my high school senior year. And uh, every year I had did the talent show, I had killed it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, my senior year, I wanted to go out with a bang. I wanted to just, you know, become like a legend, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, and they, I found out they didn't have a talent show for my senior year. Uh-oh. They canceled it, I guess. And uh, I'm like, oh, hey, no, I gotta, I gotta find something to get into, right? Mm-hmm. Something to do, you know? And, uh, you know, I found this, uh, I think it was like a cultural day program, uh, right? Yeah. And I checked in to see how to get a part of that, and they said if I get a song, it'd have to be ethnical and educational. Okay. So, I started getting to work, started doing my research on my heritage and culture and all that, and uh, the rain dance was born. <laughs> so now, 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 did you write the whole thing, uh, Little Mike, or 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 Funny Bone, or basically you guys came together, collaborated on your parts, or how did that work? This is uh, Funny Bone. I, I wrote it originally, and then uh, Mike joined on in what year was that? 2012, 15, yeah. was it? Golly, yeah. <laughs> So we did like a, uh, we call it the remix, because uh, the original beat was a mixtape beat. Okay. So we had to kind of remix it with a, our own beat. All right, guys, this is all the time that we have today. We are talking with the award-winning Christian rap duo, Mike Bone, and tune in for part two. We're going to be talking and get to hear some funny stories and 
just tune in and uh, be locked in and making an impact Christian podcast show. I'm your host, Mike Anthony. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to follow. Don't forget to download and share because it's a big help to the ministry. All right. Take care. God bless. Good night. You guys be awesome. Make an impact. The Making an Impact Christian Podcast Show is brought to you by Impact Ministries. Be helpful, be useful, impact.